My name is Katie. I'm one of the pastors here at Nova Church. I'm going to read our scripture passage for tonight. It's from the Gospel of Matthew, uh, chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. Matthew chapter 3, starting in verse 13. Hear God's word. At that time, Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan River so that John would baptize him. John tried to stop him and said, I need to be baptized by you, yet you come to me. Jesus answered, allow me to be baptized now. This is necessary to fulfill all righteousness. So John agreed to baptize Jesus. When Jesus was baptized, he immediately came up out of the water. Heaven was opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God coming down like a dove and resting on him. A voice from heaven said, This is my son, whom I dearly love. I find happiness in him. Let's pray. God, we pray, we ask tonight that you would speak to us, that you would help us to hear from you and to respond to what you're saying to us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. New year, new you. That's what the ads tell us. That's what the ads promise. That's what uh, social media uh, proclaims to us. If you just buy this planner or start this diet or sign up for this gym or start selling this this product, or really honestly, if you want to know the secret, you want to know what the secret is? If you organize your closet, (laughs) that's going to change everything. That's the secret. Write it down. I don't know why you're not writing it down. That's the secret. And if you make your bed every day, like 30 days, 30 days till a new you. But you do, I will say, you do have to act fast because this introductory rate is not going to last forever. Now, I think there are good parts to like a New Year's reset. I actually really like that. I really embrace that kind of, okay, here's New Year's. Here's this space to sort of evaluate how I have been living and what's working, what's not working, how I desire a reset. I feel like this year I need a, a reset. So I welcome that sort of space that New Year's provides. So I downloaded an app on my phone this past week that's, that's helping me kind of keep track of, of the habits that I want to embrace in the new year, the sort of like rhythm to my life that I want to try to embrace in the new year. And Chuck and I, we got these calendars in our apartment um, on our fridge. And, and one of them is a chore tracker for our kids. It's like a responsibility tracker, which I'm pretty sure is going to solve all of our parenting problems because now there's like a dry erase to-do list. They can't read, but it's there. (laughs) It's going to be really helpful. But is the new year just an invitation into this grand self-improvement project? Is it just an invitation to this grand self-improvement project? And therefore, another reason to feel bad Another reason to feel like you just fall short. I saw some pushback against this idea this year. Some people like posting on on social media, like new year, old me. Not new year, new me. New year, same me. Here we go. January 1, same me. And in this, I think folks are saying there's nothing magical about just turning the calendar. There's nothing magical about the turn into a new year. And that stance seems to kind of push back against like a performance culture. 
like a try harder, always striving, keep going, always on culture. But it seems to me that we can get kind of stuck in either place. Like option one might be the kind of white knuckle your way into the life that you want, like willpower your way into the, into the better life. That's what my app says, like be a better you. I'm like, oh, okay, I just want to like drink more water. Like, <laughs> okay. Is that what it is? Like option one just seems like this never-ending self-improvement project. Option two, though, New Year's same me, seems like it can kind of get stuck in the status quo. Like kind of just resigning ourselves to it is what it is. I am who I am. Nothing can change. And I think in that, we actually ignore our desires, our God-given desires for change, for something new. Whoa, that'll wake you up. It can ignore our God-given desire for something new, for change. And I, I feel that. Like, I, I feel stuck in places, and I want something new to happen. I want change in my life. So here we go. 2023. Maybe we try starting in a different place. Maybe we try a different starting point tonight, to start in a different place, to start, actually, with the baptism of Jesus. I know, as soon as you heard me talking about New Year's resolutions and goals, you thought, oh, clearly this relates to the baptism of Jesus. So hear me out. The Christian calendar, sometimes called the Christian year or the liturgical year, it's inviting us year after year to rehearse the story of Jesus, to rehearse the kind of main pieces and the birth, the life, the ministry of Jesus and the early church, to rehearse this like Advent and Christmas and Lent and Easter and Pentecost, to rehearse it year after year after year, saying we want this story to be the story that shapes us. We want this narrative to be the one that forms us. So this Sunday, churches around the world are studying, are are celebrating the baptism of Jesus. And as we do that tonight, two simple questions for us to start with. Two simple questions as we look at this, this chapter from Matthew. What does this passage reveal about God? And what does this passage reveal about us? Two questions you could use when looking at any passage of Scripture. What does it reveal to me about who God is, the kind of God that God is? And what does it reveal to me about, about us, about who we are? So first, what does it reveal about who God is? We see that God is a God who goes all the way down into the waters for us. That God is a God who goes all the way down to where we are. That in Christ, God identifies with us. That in Christ, God links arms with us on our worst days. In our darkest moments, in our brokenness and our selfishness, Jesus saying, I am with you, I am for you, and I am moving towards you always. All the way to the cross. Where Jesus died for us, breaking the bondage of sin and death. And what does this passage, just a few little verses in the Gospel of Matthew, what does it say about us? That you and I are claimed by the love of God. That you and I are claimed, marked by the love of God. So here we go, 2023, another year, flip the calendar, let's try a different starting point. Let's start here, that you and I are claimed by the love of God. That's the starting point for change, for transformation, for healing, for growth. It's a pushback to all the self-improvement strategies, just try a little harder. It's a corrective to the despair that nothing new can ever happen in my life. The love of God. 
And maybe that feels a little anemic. Like, really, that's it? Maybe it feels a little weak. That's the driver for transformation. So maybe it's good just to remind ourselves all over again tonight that fear and guilt and shame are terrible drivers for change. You hear a voice of condemnation, you hear a voice of fear, that's not the voice of Jesus. That's not the way that Jesus talks to us. It's the kindness of Jesus that leads us to lift up our head and turn around and follow him. New Year, 2023, here we go. Let's start here. You and I are claimed by the love of God. The voice that breaks from heaven speaks over you. The same word spoken to Jesus, the same voice that declares those words over Jesus, declares those words over you. You are my beloved child. I'm well pleased with you. Before you lift a finger, before you download that habit app, before you say a word, Claimed by the love of God. Marked by God's spirit. 2023, here we go. Let's start here, this starting point. You and I are claimed by the love of God, and God is actually doing a really good and really beautiful work in you and in me. That we can just keep falling back on what God is doing in us. And so tonight, we're... Brianna mentioned it's going to look a little bit different. If you're new here, I just want you to know this is a little bit different than our usual gathering and that we have prayer stations set up. Kind of identified three areas in our lives where we long for God to do something, where we want to see the transforming power of God's love. It's our sense of identity, who we are, that we can be set free to be ourselves, our true selves in Christ. It's our sense of belonging, that we would find our place in community, that we would keep welcoming others into community. And it's a sense of purpose, that we would be awakened to what God has for us, the the purposes that God has for us. And so just a few minutes, I'm going to release you, let you go to move, to get out of your seats if you want, to one of the prayer stations. There's two for identity, two for belonging, two for purpose. You can move whenever you want, however you want. If there's one area where you're like, I just want to camp out here for the whole time I have, that's fine. If you want to stay in your seat, that's fine too. Uh, There's markers, there's things to do if you get up, so I might want to do that if I were you. But you can do whatever you want in this time. There's one station in the very back I want to mention, and that's to remember your own baptism. If you've been baptized, whether as a baby, um, a child, an adult, uh, it's this response to God's gracious action in our lives, right? And so if you want to go back to that table and, and remember that, like your story, call it to mind. You are claimed by the love of God. Every turn, every detour, you're claimed by the love of God. And to commit yourself again to Jesus. There's some baptismal vows, some promises that people make at baptism to offer those up, here we go, 2023, another year, I am yours. So again, move however you want, get some uh, prayer prompts, come back to your seat, whatever you want to do, get a donut. <laughs> 2023, here we go. The love of God moves towards us, awakening us, bringing transformation. So together tonight, let's seek God. Let's pray.